0: Hi, I'm Dino Tripotis. This is the first Whiskey Business Podcast of 2022. And on tonight's installment, Oma, come on, enough already. Can we live to be 100 and a whole lot more as our guest, Dan Skinner, from the podcast Prognosis Ohio, a health podcast to our health on whiskey business. <laughs> and welcome to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. This is our first podcast of 2022, gentlemen. Woo-hoo. Welcome we back, it. everybody. Hooray. 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 May old There's podcast we forgot. And <laughs> as we move on forward to to our
1: our our new what year, what the hell is a lang syne anyway? Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Irish or something. It's yeah. something. Yeah. It's uh,
0: I don't I don't know. I never really. The sentiment never really. Yeah. Made sense to me. May old acquaintance be forgot. Like that's kind of shitty. Why would you want to do yeah. that? <laughs> right. Yeah. May old acquaintance be forgot. Yeah. Fuck them. should Should be the other way around.
2: Let me meet new people. I don't have enough acquaintances to forget. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to remember everybody. I can't <laughs> afford can. that.
0: Um. But here we are in, in 2022, everybody putting their their best foot forward after uh, a hit or miss 2021. We're right back. We haven't really, nothing's really changed. In fact, in some cases, things have gotten worse. We're going to cover all of that this evening with our guest, Dan Skinner, from Prognosis Ohio, which is a podcast about uh, health in and health issues in the state. Of Ohio, so we're going to cover a lot of those issues. Um, welcome back. You were on the podcast before uh, with our friend Jesse Hubbard and his yep. father when we were talking about prostate cancer. Yep, and yep. you were. We did a. We did had we had both of you on because um, uh, I'm sorry to say that Jesse's dad succumbed to it eventually. Oh. Mm-hmm. He 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 uh, he's left us, mm-hmm. but um, you had your bouts with yeah. with that with that nasty little fellow as yeah.
2: well i had the uh the testicular cancer yes yes mm. yes that's right you're the one ball wonder mm-hmm. right yeah
0: yeah we discussed that
2: on the uh, yeah uh, i've got a, an extra uh, one if you want to borrow yeah. it. <laughs> and, and other ball jokes Yeah, yeah <laughs> if another, you need them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no i don't yeah. we don't need
0: one yeah. uh, i think one's enough but yeah. for, for those of you who, who want to know that story go back to the archives and <laughs> And and relive that uh that little story with Dan Skinner. It was, was like what, in two,
1: two, 2019 I think, before I think the so. pandemic. I think so. Yeah, maybe was... November nineteenth, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had no idea.
0: No idea. But it was a it was a good podcast. It was informative, and it was uh it was it, it was sweet, and it was sad, and it was I don't know, kind of like a little bit of everything mm-hmm. on that particular one. As opposed to this one, I don't know <laughs> what this one's going to be. I really don't, man. But thanks for being with us, and also. Uh, congratulations. I'm going to get to the business and the guest bottle here in just a second, Hansbury. but I wanted to say congratulations to Dan Skinner, who recently uh, recorded his 100th Woo-hoo! podcast mm-hmm. of Prognosis Ohio. Nice. So yep. Congratulations. Thank Salute. you. Cheers. Way to go. All Nicely right. done. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. Hey, look at this. Toasty whiskey uh, on a health podcast. I knew what I
2: was getting into. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: oh, this is good. Is that the, Has it turned out uh to be everything you expected it to be
2: the podcast in general. Yeah. You know, um, Hansberry will remember this. Uh, I, I had been told by some people, you know, you should, uh, start one of these, like, you know, conversations about health and healthcare. And I called him up and made him meet me for a coffee. And I said, you it's know, true. I was just filled with anxiety. Like, how do I do this? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just start, just start talking <laughs> and people start listening. And it's worked out pretty well. Uh, I've had to learn a lot, but man, um, there is no shortage of stuff to talk about in Ohio with health. So, you know, it, it. like every week it's just like, oh, yeah, obviously there's like a thousand people I want to talk to. And that's and great. They've uh, been willing to talk to me. So that's cool.
0: That's that's amazing. And uh, the, the podcast is very well respected and very well reviewed, I might add. Well, so congratulations. And here's to 100 more. And then some Our our guest bottle tonight is courtesy of Greg Hansberry, everybody. Uh-huh. It's right. the Wild Turkey Rare Breed Barrel Proof Rye that he uh, purchased when he was down in Kentucky.
1: Yeah, my, uh, shout out to my cousin, Ben. He was like, uh, talking. We, you know, we were down there in Bardstown. where, you know, it's the Mecca. And mm-hmm. he kept talking about this. And on the way out, I found it at a liquor store down there and bought it. You can't buy it in Ohio, though. Yeah, you can. Um, but it's, uh, I've already had a little bit of it. You guys have had a sip of it. It's. It's. I mean, it's... Uh,
0: I've had it before, but uh, this is a, a, a non-chilled, uh, filtered rye, and this one's barrel proof, so it's got a little kick to it. It's but, one uh, twelve. Yeah, It's, it's got uh, as, as <laughs> I recall. It's got a little. It's spicy.
1: You pick yeah, up a lot is. of
0: spice yeah. and yeah. a lot of a little.
1: I'm. I'm. am waiting and, for this ice cube to melt. I bet it's gonna. In peppery, it'll change it up a little it'll bit. Yeah, a
0: little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah you'll yeah, notice yeah. that because it's non-chilled filtered. Um, you'll notice it'll get a little cloudy. Okay. And that's because they don't, you know. That's the beauty of the non sure. filter. They don't take any of the stuff out, all the congeners that uh, give whiskey its flavor. Everything stays in there, and uh, and and uh,
2: that's why. I feel like I'm hanging out with Bill Nye the Science right. Guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Nah,
0: well, you know, I, I was horrible at science. I still am, but <laughs> when it comes to whiskey, I, I know I know a little bit. Uh, the-
1: is it true that those uh, those contribute to your hangover? Or is that just? Uh, There's who some knows? debate
0: about that back and forth as to whether or not that's true. You know,
1: you know, if you chill filter it, you don't get the hangover. If you chill filter it, you don't get the hangover. yeah. That's yeah what all right. I mean. Have you ever? You've had a oh, lot of I, whiskeys that have yeah, been yeah. chill filtered. You've got all hungover. Of them. So what do you think?
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think it's got anything to do with chill or <laughs> I, non-chill. I think I it has a lot that. to do with I how, heard how, heard how much that. freaking how whiskey much, you drink before it's all said. It's appropriate that you came up with Wild Turkey because that gives me a chance to do a shout out to my brother-in-law. All right who gave me a bottle of Wild Turkey 101, just your everyday bottle. okay. Right? Yeah. But, but you know, it was the Christmas bottle he sends me every year. It's Is up that there. Is right there, Johnny? Can yeah, grab it for a It's pick? up there. It's up there. Burger? See the Wild oh, Turkey yeah, 101? One. Yep. Careful. Don't drop <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you, know what? Right, well, you know what? Leave it alone. Leave it alone. It's okay. I can just tell you. Just reach you. a little bit. I can, I can just tell you. <laughs> oh,
1: Here, get that broomstick. Yeah, and Try yeah, to yeah. get it a little bit closer I to you. I can just
0: tell you yeah. that it's signed by the man himself, Jimmy Russell. That's so, awesome. So that's that is a pretty cool, cool bottle. So that, yeah, that's great. That becomes a uh, that'll be a bottle that won't be opened. Sure, you know, because I always say that you oh, know you got some great bottles here, and I've opened up some, yeah. I've opened up some amazing bottles here that if you were to go with the value of said bottle, uh, worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars, I've opened them. You know, I don't care.
1: Well, and that's what's cool about it is. You know you know what that tastes like. Or I mean you could go buy it. Yeah, yeah. wild you know turkey one I, mean? like I want it, I can
0: go buy this is like, you know, yeah. nineteen bucks a right. bottle. So you're like, oh, I wonder what yeah. it tastes like? But, well, you know. but to have Jimmy Russell's signature
1: that's on it. That's awesome. The look look how pretty that is. Yeah, he's that. good at that. Yeah, he well, Like a gold Sharpie. Yeah, he's look
0: he's at
1: that. quite a few of them. So, so, so we've got a, it down.
2: So really cool. embarrassing moment, but
0: Who's Jimmy Russell? Yeah. yeah. Um come on. He, he is the, the man behind the wild thing. turkey. Yeah, he's right, like right, the head distiller big. Should leader. have just
1: guessed he is, uh, yeah. I'm I'm honest. Honest. he is that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. you're he's right. The, you yeah, know, we the great we, bambino. We shouldn't yeah. we should The shouldn't. Sultan okay. of SWAT.
3: <laughs> We've <laughs> met him, he's shorter than I thought he'd be actually. Yeah. You're taller yeah. than I thought you'd be. <laughs>
0: so. You're
1: t- taller than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let me, t- so let me hit this real quick. Hit the business real uh, fast. Subscribe uh, to Whiskey Business on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you for uh, finding us here in 2022. You should make it your New Year's resolution to to uh, listen to all of our archi- archived episodes. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, YouTube, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. John does an amazing job of uh, editing all the uh, videos so you can yeah. watch it. Uh, and listen to it, or listen to it, or watch it. Do whatever you want to do. Um, also, thanks to Evergreen Podcasts, that's our network who uh, has so that's our la yeah, mm-hmm. uh, who has brought us aboard. Us yeah, uh, whiskey. Uh, that's uh, evergreenpodcasts.com You can find uh, more info on us and all all of our brethren. I meant to t- I meant to tell, tell you stations. that they just kicked off a uh, a,
0: a kids network oh on no kidding Evergreen, all right like, i'm gonna for, have to hop in podcast for, for for kids all right and i know you got a lot of ideas for kids podcasts so maybe you should uh talk to the powers that well,
1: be you know I've, this is where i say well i work with a, a child you do day. work with a child <laughs> you work with a you work with that <laughs> and just to be clear this is not a kid's podcast this is this one is not a kid's okay.
0: podcast no, <laughs> no
1: crossover. Uh,
0: uh-huh. But Evergreen's been really good to us, and, and they've been picking up awards left and right for a lot of the folks that they have on their We're, network. Yeah, this so. will be
1: great. I'm glad to be part of it.
2: Someday we'll be one of those people that'll make a proud someday get an award. Come on, you guys won awards. I was actually thinking I was going to maybe abscond with one of those awards. Oh, tonight. we've got a couple I, of them. It's like, yeah. can I get into the inner sanctum and boost one yeah. of those awards? Yeah.
0: Uh, sure. Columbus Podcast we'll Awards. Let you borrow it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take it on a date. You can have it. You can sleep with it. it would be, like, like, the Stan- Stanley just be like the Stanley Cup. right? Yeah, 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 let, it, yeah, yeah, let it travel from yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast to yeah. podcast. Drink beer out of it. I have a lot of questions, but I bet as you were coming over here, you probably had an agenda as well. There was probably stuff on your mind yeah. that you wanted to talk about. On whiskey business. Yeah. So let's flip the tables for a second and let's start with you. What do you want to talk about in respects to health issues in the great state of Ohio? Because I know I'm going to get to the things I said in the tease. I want to talk about uh, Omicron. I want to talk about the fact that we're the fourth or fifth largest infected state in the union yeah. and uh, and some other things as well in respects to longevity. But what do you want to start with?
2: So one thing really quickly, I was yes. watching. Um, it was msnbc today i just had it on in the background and i noticed there was a map the entire united states is experiencing what they called a spike Mm -hmm. but ohio was the ohio and new hampshire were the only upticks i thought well that's something i mean i'm pretty proud to be an uptick you want to be an uptick and not a spike and not a spike now What's the difference? I have no idea. And is it lesser than a spike? It, it's lesser than a spike. It's, it's better than we a spike. spiked last week. Yeah. So it was like yeah. one point versus nine yeah. points or something like now, that? No, granted, we're, we're probably just going to follow the other states and we're going to spike next week and we're a little bit behind the scene. But I thought that was, you know, I thought that was okay. I guess what I want to ask you guys is, you know, when you think back to March 2020 and not, not to like PTSD this whole episode or anything, but we were all sitting around being like, all right, by by June, yeah, you know, be back. You know, everything yeah, be everything right. okay. Normal. Well, yeah. Acting you know, normal. like we had no idea. In fact, I did a podcast episode with um, the Franklin County Health Commissioner and and, um, and he and I were talking and uh, we were like, ah, you know, get your flu shot, wash your hands Everybody calmed down. We had, we had no idea. And, and he, he's somebody I admire tremendously. Like public health people were trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Right. And doing their best. And, you know, don't wear masks, wear masks. Yeah, that was crazy. People shopping yeah. in gloves, you know, like yeah. I mean, wiping the groceries down. Right. Like all this stuff, just trying to figure it out. And I don't think any of them were ill intended. Everybody was just trying to, like, figure out what the fuck this was. So, so there's that. But also, you know... This is a podcast not about whiskey, but with whiskey. With, whiskey right, 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 right. See see how I did that? Um, he knows, he knows you know, the catch line. Like, <laughs> drinking's been a constant conversation through the podcast. And I, I don't actually know. I've listened to many of your episodes. But I haven't encountered an episode where you really addressed that specific issue of, like, you know, to what degree is the subject of drinking, it's you know, really threaded through this pandemic? Mm. Um.
0: We 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 talked, we've touched upon the fact that our consumption has has risen mm-hmm. yeah. um, and yes it is a, a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey we've had one podcast and way before the pandemic we had one podcast that had no whiskey on it whatsoever yeah and that was when we uh, interviewed a friend of mine Matt who was an, who was an alcoholic yeah and he told his story yeah and we thought it appropriate not to have whiskey. He didn't care if we did or not. Right. He wasn't going to drink. It wasn't like we were here. Are you sure? Are you sure? You don't want that no, Was anything like that. And that was the one podcast where we didn't have any whiskey. But um, yeah, we've, it's interesting. We've talked about it, but we haven't talked about it seriously. Yeah. We've joked about it. Oh yeah, everybody's been boozing it up a little bit more. Statistically wine, speaking, do, do, do wine. you know, everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Our coworker today had a good point. We we're talking about the kids, and I, I, that's one thing I would like to talk about today. But just the stress of the kids. But if it, but adults have the liquor, you know, we can go stop at the bar, we can drink a bottle of wine, we can right. go to the garage and sneak a bottle of whiskey or whatever. But the kids. They, you know what I mean? Like it, it the whiskey or the drinking is—it's a uh, for good or bad or whatever however you would say it, it's been a quote unquote an escape yeah mechanism mm-hmm. that uh, the children have have, but we sure as hell take take advantage yeah. of it. No right, Wh- whether it's healthy or not, yeah. we're using that. That's as, what I said on the show. This
0: what yeah. do the kids do get another juice yeah, box, right. Right? and the one's not cutting it. I need yeah. another juice yeah, box. Exactly right. Well, Give me- you know,
2: I mean, yeah. Look, I I have an almost seven year old, and and I'll say, but I mean, one of the things I've learned throughout this. um, you know the kids are way better than us at at this right i mean now we're really worried i mean it's now been almost 2 years and we're we're talking a, that's a pretty substantial chunk of a childhood sure right like when you're only been alive for six years, yeah, it's like, right. You know, it's huge. No, I mean, yeah. So, so you know, uh, kindergarten uh, on computer screens, which is was kind of our experience uh, for for a good deal of time. It's ridiculous, right? This was a, you know, my, my my son's gym teacher asked us to buy jump ropes for the and he's in the he's in the room with a fan and like <laughs> the, the kids are not going to be jumping rope at home and that's not going to happen. Like everybody's trying to figure things out as they went through it, just absolutely absolutely ridiculous. But you know what? These kids they put their masks on and they they did it. They they didn't complain in fact. Right. Like now it's cold out and my kid I walk him home like you don't want to take your mask off. He's like no, let's keep it's keep my cold. face warm. Like yeah, no, that's a good way to like, look at it. Yeah, they they are not yeah, oh, wow. it, but meanwhile you have like, you know, uh you, you know these politicians uh, in in Ohio who are like whining about it and yelling about freedom and like George Washington or whatever. Like These people are absolute babies. And meanwhile, kids are stepping up and they're just kind of rolling with it. And I think that's a real important lesson for us. It's just what babies, adults have been through this. When actually, this was pretty simple and we could have had this thing not, you know, like nicked, but like we could have, you know, probably been in a better position. Maybe not not beaten it, but slowed it
0: down maybe curved for, it a little yeah. f- further along in the process maybe not so many people infected yeah I you're right you're right and I'll say all kids the kids, the kids are far more
1: resilient because my daughter's almost seven mm-hmm. so about the same age and should hang and, out. And she well and they don't they don't really know she's never been to kindergarten she doesn't know that she's missing this awesome circle time and mm-hmm. but my older son my, uh he's nine and he's in third grade I could I, mm-hmm. I've seen now yeah. It's starting to affect him two years yeah. in because he's he's he he's like me he's fed up with it. So I think I don't know I just think there's an age limit that maybe you know
2: yeah, with with the drinking piece though. What yeah. I want to say is that like I think there was a period in in March April May where you know uh, Hansberry just mentioned wine with Dewine and, yeah and sort of we were making these comments about like oh like we're all home we're just like trying to get through this. But then came the serious conversation about consumption. Right came the serious conversation about I mean I've I've talked to several alcoholics who were reflecting on sort of what it's been like for them. And they were they were very thankful that they were sober already mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. like, that was helpful right at that time. At that Did you time. talk to any that fell off? No.
0: No. Interesting. No. Have you? That fell off the wagon? Yeah. No. No. I, no. My, my I friend know, Matt would I be it. I don't know any uh, no. sober. <laughs> my, no. My consumption increased like everybody else's. But what I found it to be interesting is at one point, and it was uh, probably the middle middle of last year, I just kind of I think I'm done. Yeah. I got I mean not done, not I as mean, done as far as the excessive consumption or the extra consumption. At one point I just go like I I told my friend I go I th- dude, I think I'm whiskied out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean I I got to a point where it's like this isn't fun anymore. Right. Well, I think
2: we all hit a point where yeah, I mean I did anyway. I'll speak for myself. There was a point where I said, oh, fuck, this is real. Like, this Mm -hmm. this is not going to be three months. This is going to be a year or two years. I need a strategy for living. Right. Mm -hmm. And like that was a different framework than like kind of, oh, a month at home or something like that. It was a little novel at first, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and we are now in the phase of has this fundamentally changed our world Mm -hmm. forever (laughs) Right. Like these are these are now existential questions when they were like seasonal questions. And, you know, I'll be back on the beaches by July or whatever. And then now we're talking about, you know, whether there's going to be like a sports season or whether Mm -hmm. we're going to have schools open or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's for me, it was, just you know, uh, there were friends that were we were all a select group of friends that were in a bubble and we congregated and we, you know, we drank, you know, and we did, we drink a little bit more than usual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at some point it actually, you know, I I never got to a point. Thank God. We're like, Oh man, I can't wait to get a drink. You know, it never, never, it's, and it's never been, that's never been an issue for me with alcohol. I don't, I don't pretend to know what it's like to have a drinking problem. I don't know. I, I don't know because I don't have one. If I don't have a drink tomorrow, I'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what kind of hell that is for people who mm. who, who can't do that. Yeah. And I hope to God I never have to go through that because yeah. it's, it's, it seems to be terrible. And I've, I've heard it through my f- friends who have had that problem. Yeah. So yeah, now, now I'm back to where I've always been. I just enjoy it. I enjoy the, the nose, the palate, the taste of it, and so forth and so on. And so, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. It's a great question as to how much it, it, has, has drinking changed mm-hmm. has, or has, has our drinking habits changed.
1: Yeah. And then I mean, you're still talking about, I mean, my wife's been working from home, so, uh, luckily she's not a lush or else, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, the opportunity is there for you yeah. to sink into a deep hole.
3: Yeah, my mic consumption's gone up, but I always yeah. like keep it between like six thirty, seven o'clock in the evening. I always quit at
1: ten. Six thirty
2: a.m. Yeah, a, well, <laughs> He's I, got a schedule. I got a schedule. But but I've <laughs> I, you know, but I've seen that from knowing you know I mean alcoholics in my life, um, but also policing myself. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been. You no, know, I I love a good drink. Sure. But but if I wake up and want to drink. That's a different game. That's a right. whole different oh, ball game. Whole, sure. Like to me, you know, and, and, and that's where I, I've been seeing a big difference. I mean, one of the things that happened and we've been talking about this on the podcast and this has also come up in my professional life. You know, um, anything, even the last time I was here on this show, we were talking about the opioid addiction mm-hmm. crisis and mm-hmm. things like this. And, you know, I worked on this book and I'm involved on the state level with this kind of stuff. And. Totally wiped off the map in March 2020. Just like, wait, opioid? What? Right. Right. And not just opioids. I mean, methamphetamines and addiction general and and generally and all that stuff. And then, like, you know, a couple months later, people started being like, you know, we know this is a huge problem. We've got to start getting back to looking at. And lo and behold, right? Then 2021, the data started coming out, and just through the roof. I bet people who who were already struggling with addiction were completely unknown they were they were indoors they were dying they were suffering yeah. and we weren't thinking about them and the state mm. and local municipalities started kicking back into high gear and thinking about that stuff so yeah the co- the covid pandemic had the ability to kind of wipe things off the agenda that's interesting. No, it's, it's interesting. Push everything it's, to the back. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's interesting, but it, I, I totally believe it. In fact, I think when we said, and I apologize, I said the next time we have you back, we were going to talk about the book and so yeah. forth. And So on. now you get a third appearance when we come back <laughs> well, and, 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 and talk about ask it. I'll remember you at the website at the end. The, <laughs> the, talk about the book and that thing. Because I, I watched, uh, uh, well, you watched it too, Johnny. Uh, Dope Sick uh, dope-sick mm-hmm. on, on Hulu, which was, was just. It just pisses me off. Yeah, I wanted was, to go out and beat somebody, was, somebody up. A, mm-hmm. You know, just
3: ridiculous great oh fantastic great show.
1: show is it a like docu i don't know what it is docu-series is it fictional what it you it, it's, no, it's based
0: on it's based truth. on on facts but it's it's fictional, it's, it's it's drum it's yeah, dramatized it's, 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 you know michael keaton, michael keaton michael keaton oh great and uh it, it's just it really does if you if it pisses you off did you watch uh, the whole thing yeah
3: finally yeah oh it's just so sad man it makes you so angry that that a company would do that to people just for the for profit mm-hmm. it's nuts
2: yeah so the, i mean that issue is still there it still needs to be dealt with is being dealt with in some ways but like i mean you know something like a pandemic exposes like any any cracks that are in our society any any things that can be exploited will be exploited and in a way that's in a way a good thing right mm-hmm. you know you i mean you hope so right so, but, but like, I mean, one of my one of my, the things I've observed, I, I started taking some notes early on in the pandemic about some of the, the policy discussions going on in this country. And, you know, all the Medicare for all people. Right. I'm sure your listeners know about it. like you know, this is the Bernie Sanders kind of movement. Mm, right. right. We're going to have a national health insurance program. There are all these Medicare for all people in like April of 2020. And they were like, finally, everybody's going to see. Right. How okay. broken this system is. They're going to see it for what it is. It's going to be totally exposed. The polling hasn't moved a mm. single percentage point. We've learned nothing from this pandemic. That's the most depressing thing to say tonight. So <laughs> that's one of my questions
0: for you, uh, where we stand right now
2: with the state of COVID, Omicron,
0: Delta virus and whatever else is coming up next. Do you think our biggest issue as of today and moving forward and tomorrow, do you think our biggest issues are, are they political, are they medical, or are they, in respects to the public, cynical?
2: Yeah. Look, I'm a political scientist, so I'm going to say political. Mm-hmm. You're going to say I mean, political. I mean, to me, this is a lack of social connectivity, mm-hmm. cohesion, caring for one another. It's selfishness, and that gets refracted through things like... like you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and what's our state legislature doing? They're, they're as busy as they possibly can, on the, especially on the Republican side, which controls everything uh, here, uh, trying to pass every bill they possibly can to make sure that if another pandemic ever comes, we're still dealing with this one. Yeah. But just in case another one ever comes, there's no tools to deal with it because freedom. And you're like, you guys are just the most, this is absolutely tone deaf. And they are pandering to various constituencies but they're also just out of their minds. Yeah. I was watching uh some of uh Dr. Fauci at, at,
0: at, at the hearings. I I thought at one point he was just going to get up and smack somebody. Oh, should, I really did. Yeah. I really did. I mean it's like it was just like he was pissed. I, I'm watching this I'm going like okay, this isn't this is this is real. Yeah. This this conversation is actually happening two into our third year. This conversation is is, is going on. This 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 wonderful little man, who's been fighting tooth and nail every step of the way, and you
1: said, well, "I'm surprised he's still here." Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm surprised.
0: Like, I'm surprised. He thank hasn't God gotten, that I mean, he's a public servant. He's yeah, not I'm leave. surprised he hasn't gotten up and said, "Enough." Which which brings me to my other question is like, all right, so the the biggest issue you say is political. Uh, medically speaking, I think we're doing everything we can. Obviously, uh, hospitals though, are, as we speak, are are overrun and overcrowded yep. but the cynical question is mm-hmm. do you think that we as the uh as the people have gotten more cynical in the last two years and 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 have this streak of cynicism running down our back in respects like we're we're
2: like you mentioned earlier with the kids and everybody yeah. else
0: we're tired yeah we're yeah. just
1: fed up we're just
2: yeah. well I, I think that's the thing so, so you know I, and it makes a lot of sense and this is a thing that doesn't even have a partisan kind of like core, like part of it. Right. Everybody's exhausted. So you can understand why people get wound down after a, a time and, and they're just, they're just tired of it. But, you know, if you go back again to March and April, 2020 in those early months, there was a sense of like, let's whip this thing. Like, like right. you know, let's, let's take fast action and see if we can do this. Um, didn't work out that way. Now the whole world is struggling. So it's not like you can right. point to Ohio and be like, "Why wow, you guys suck. Like, yeah, Ohio sucks in, in many ways. Like, we can talk about those ways, in which we're behind in certain mm-hmm. things. But, like, the whole country is suffering. This is a, a pandemic, like, you know, F- I mean, Fauci has said this. We've never seen anything like this, right? And this disease is wily. It's, it's, it's mutating. It's doing all these things. It's, right? I, I've,
0: I've used the example of dodgeball. Right now yeah. we're playing freaking dodgeball as yeah. far as who's mm-hmm. got it and who doesn't have it. And it's like if, whether you're vaccinated or not whether you're boosted or not it's just like you know it's like
1: but the, uh, i but, saw this performance art uh you know like you, you know when you go to like vegas and they've got like the uh, taekwondo performance art yeah. yeah it was this guy with this like spear and these women doing like flips and dodging
2: it it just was it was hilarious <laughs> but it basically was like yeah, but that's, that's it, dodging, <laughs> dodging but, but, the, but you know that is a different question than how we treat each other and how we how much we care about each other right and and to me that's the thing That depresses me is that there are people in this state who just don't give a shit about other people. Uh, You know, they will, you know, bang pots and pans or do a flyover at a Buckeyes game to celebrate health professionals, but they won't do the simplest thing to keep their loved ones out of ICUs Mm -hmm. to release the pressure a little bit. Uh, nurses and physicians and other people who are working away in these hospitals right. they don't they, they they won't do the basic things and that's to me unforgivable it's selfish yeah yeah
3: do you think separation because of what's happened in the last two years is like eroded away
0: empathy oh empathy has been uh, uh, being being I mean, eroded from this country
2: in so many ways and, but it but so it's many many different made it worse levels. I think it's made yeah. it worse yeah I mean like you know I mean you can't you can't make people empathetic Um, but what you can do, and this is kind of my job, which is why I have have a fun job as a teacher. I get to just basically expose hypocrisy. Be like, Mm -hmm. so you claim on this hand to be Hippocratic and this and this and that. On the other hand, you're doing this. Like, If you're if there are these massive inconsistencies in your life where you claim, this is I mean, we see this with all sorts of things. Patriotism. Oh, you know, uh, you know, support the troops, blah, blah, blah. Stand up for the uh, national anthem, yada, yada. But like don't fund the V.A. Right. Right. Like to me, those are the kinds of things you can just look at the two things and be like, what does it actually mean to support somebody? What it actually means to support somebody is to do something tangible that makes their life better. Mm -hmm. Not to thank them, not to send them a card or bang some pots and pans together, but like do real things. And this is what I see too much going around our state is just like this, you know, garbage symbolic stuff, slogans and, you know, hanging flags out, but not the things that actually make people's lives more livable. So
0: when you go, I'm going to go back to something you said earlier, you you won't, you know, you won't do a, a simple thing to ease the burden. Uh, of the people who are working in hospitals and so forth and so on, why? Why do you think that is? Why, in your opinion, why do you think though those who resist and fight and and don't want to get on board? What do you think their reasoning is? Yeah, you and I, you know, and then once again, it goes into the political. You said the flag waving and the pot banging. Oh, it's America, freedom of choice, so forth and so on. When it's something that trying to. See Save your life.
4: Yeah,
0: and you're saying I'm st- stupid. I'm not stupid for wanting to try to save your life. Am, am I? And but you're you're making me feel stupid because I'm. I, you know, I, I know people who aren't vaccinated. Yeah, I know people yeah. who don't want to get vaccinated.
2: Yeah, and some of these people are friends. Yeah. No, and me too. Me too, and family. And it's been very hard. I mean, and people, it's
0: and it's oh. like I. Why are you yelling at me? I I just don't want you to. to die i'm not gonna die yeah you're gonna die okay okay all right yeah Yeah. well we have
2: a lot of data we're all gonna
0: fucking die at some point i just don't want to die as something that i actually had a chance to control 62
2: yeah yeah i mean um i i i tell people they're gonna die all the time i think it's an excellent frame to start conversations (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) look it's torn apart families it's torn apart friendships um and I don't have an answer for that. all I mean, Dino, you've been around a little bit longer than I have. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen anything like this. I I, I mean I, I've studied history to a point where the disinformation and frankly, I mean'm I'm, I'm willing to play around with language that I didn't used to like getting into because it sounds really paranoid. It sounds really conspiratorial. but like man, people are under a spell. Yeah. They They do not believe in very basic things that where you have data showing. You're likely to die. Right. Right. Like, like. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I know that here, you think look, that I'm making that up. Read here. It is. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. It's
0: right here. Oh, yeah. that's that's bullshit. That's yeah. that's uh, that's crazy. That's yeah. that's. I hate the term. I'm so sick of it. That's fake news. Yeah. I'm tired of the fucking fake news. Yeah. yeah. In my course of my life, I am a little bit older than everybody in the room, and yeah, and I've seen through the decades, I've seen political divisiveness sure. galore mm-hmm. ever since I was a kid. But this, this type of medical. The, the how how divisive we become over this? No, uh-uh. I don't think i ever, yeah. You know, yeah. when I was a kid and I had to get inoculated. Like well, what everybody was the thing else? that
1: gave everybody the little scar? Right there. Yeah. What it, is that? What that was that, was the, that for? The,
0: uh, that was uh, what was
3: that? Oh, my mom, ma- was... yeah,
1: my, both my mom and dad had that little thing. Yeah, I got it it? yeah right there. Yeah, I see right it. There, yeah. It. there. What, is, there. Is that? what right is that? There. Chicken pox. What was that for? No, it's for, uh, fuck, measles, mumps, scarlet fever. I don't know, but it was good for me. But that's the point. Is like. We don't even. You don't even we, know now. You did yeah. it. I, I, polo, it was a polio shot. I like. I tell my kids, well, March twenty twenty. You know, April twenty twenty. I'm like, kids, this is crazy. You're gonna grow up telling your children about this, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just keep going on and on, and I'm almost like I'm almost worried that this is just gonna be oh, like yeah. the start of a bunch of bullshit that they're gonna have to deal but with this, for the rest this of their so lives. This is so much different than the polio sh- polio shot because
3: this is so politicized back then, exactly you just got I remember it. when I was in second grade lining up in the giant hallway in my school and everybody just got in line and we all at got school our you did it everybody got our polio yeah. shot and it wasn't political at all because yeah. everybody accepted that there was a problem and this is how you fix it it yeah.
2: wasn't just not political if that's I don't know how many negatives that is but it, it's not that it was just political well, you, you know what I mean. it it was patriotic to right. be oh, yes. inoculated. Yes. Right. And and that's the thing where I want to call bullshit on all sorts of people. Say, you know, you guys, you guys are the ones waving the flags and saying how much this or that. Like one of the things I've noticed, for example, is a lot of, and you know, I know this is not a political po- podcast, no, the, but you know what? We go wherever it goes. Sure, sure, sure. So they can all blame me here on this one. Especially but, the more the, uh, 112 proof <laughs> whiskey we'd start drinking. <laughs> There's been this interesting movement in the United States over the last couple decades where a lot of right-wingers in the United States talk about how much they love Israel. I stand with Israel. I support Israel. Israel's great, all this kind of stuff. You know, Israel has one of the most dynamic national vaccine mobilizations right now. It's super impressive. I mean, Mm -hmm. they have inoculated, you know, more, I think it's more than 90% of of their population. Now, they're still getting walloped because like this, this disease is, is, is a monster. But like, can we talk about that? Right. Can we talk about the fact that there are some examples of countries that have really taken it seriously? Now, there's also like horror stories. I, I hear mm-hmm. some of the stuff that China's doing in preparation for the Olympics. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah. Right. It, so oh, so like and Americans are involved in this conversation of balancing like liberty and, you know, public health and trying to fix, And that's all a really good conversation to have. What I hate is the lying. What I hate is the. the the dissembling and the dishonesty.
0: But who's mm-hmm. to say who's lying and who's not? I'm trying to be objective here yeah. because that's what you're dealing with. Yeah. You're, you know, you're saying you're sick of the lying, and what you're sick, what you consider to be lies, someone else is going like, that's not a lie. Yeah. That's the truth. goddammit. Yeah. They're, so, yeah, you know, they're, they're lying. lying. Yeah, they're lying. So what do you do about <laughs> that? I mean, you yeah. know,
2: you know, you know, I, I, we were saying this before we uh, started recording today. You know, when, when you go to your doctor. You now, we luckily we we have learned. I think most of us. When we go to the doctor, I, I think 20 years ago you, or 30 years ago, you go to the doctor and they say something and you say, you know, yes, yes, sir, uh, okay, or yes, ma'am, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do whatever you need. We, we, we now have become more skeptical and we know to ask more questions. We know to get second opinions. We know to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're a little more critical of that that's kind of That's different story. than being defiant. Well, that's my point is that, that there are people who have studied a lot of things for a long time that we know nothing about. I'm a health policy professor at a, at a university, pretty good one. I know nothing, I, I literally don't know what a pancreas does, like at all. Now, I mean, maybe exaggerating slightly. But I get what your point I get what your point you, is. Yeah. So I, I teach policy. But like what I'm saying is I have respect for people who have studied. -hmm. Medicine, right? Mm -hmm. I have people. I have respect for people who understand climate, right? Like the you know, uh, uh, you know, climatologists and people who have actually put the time in learning how to read the equipment that tells us what the hell is happening. The disrespect for people who actually. Know things like I'm not going to come in here and like try to one up Dino Tripodis on broadcasting. And it wouldn't take much. Well, <laughs> well but, but you know, pick, pick something
4: else.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, raise, raise your bar a little higher.
0: But,
2: uh, the but, Rat Pack. But <laughs> I do. But I do think it's worth it. You know, and and like I'm 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 one of these you know I mean uh, you know I don't know sarcastic types who likes to challenge authority and all these kinds of things in my life. But I have a lot of respect for. People who know things, and there's just absolute disregard. You talked about, you know, Rand Paul and and and, and Tony Fauci. Now, Rand Paul, by the way, is a doctor somehow.
0: I know Isn't somehow he right? is. I keep forgetting that right. he
2: is a doctor. Yes, and that makes it even more disturbing. A doctor of what? You know, ophthalmology. Oh, oh well, that makes him an expert. Yeah. Well, he still had to go to medical school. He still had to go to medical school. <laughs>
1: not for not for 12 years.
2: I'm sure he's a fine <laughs> ophthalmologist, but man, that does not translate to anything of any value to our country at all with no, him as an elected official. No. So like this disrespect of people who actually put the time in to learn things, you know, we, we all need to check ourselves a bit and say, you know, I don't know shit about X, so I, I'm going to have to listen to you and take it seriously. What you have is a lot of people just like, Flapping off about stuff, they don't or know. or
1: they're trying to get their information from shitty Facebook websites or whatever it is uh, to argue their point.
0: It's 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 like when you're uh, this is a, a, a ridiculous example, but it, it's like when you're trying different foods and you have those foods that you've never had before, <laughs> and you and you decide whether or not you're going to like something or whether or not you're going to try something and or whether or not something sounds intriguing or interesting to you to eat. Or to experiment with, or if we're something someone says, I'd like you to try this rare, this rare uh, uh, fish from Japan, and you go, you know what, that doesn't sound very good to me at all. So when you think about stuff like that, when I, when I was reading all the stuff that all these cures mm-hmm. for COVID, the the drinking of the bleach yes. and so forth, that might you know, like you know what, that doesn't, that's like a like a Japanese fish that I don't really want. That doesn't sound right to me. But then I would read. Uh, medical journals that came from uh, from France that said that cigarette smokers are less likely to get COVID. And right. I'm like, right. well, I smoke cigarettes. I'm on board with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll keep yeah. smoking. Whiskey drinkers, right. less likely. Not, not saying you won't get COVID, but less likely to get COVID. So it, it all depends what you want to buy into and what you want to accept as, oh, well, maybe that's okay. Yeah. Maybe that'll work. I, okay. Do I think that whiskey is going to keep me from getting COVID? Not really, but when not I really. Read, so, no. no, I mean, not, let's not, be very clear no, about no, that. Not really. No, <laughs> I don't. But I think that smoke, continue to smoke cigarettes and keep me. From, no, I'm not. But there, I read the studies, and I'm like, well, someone
1: it, somewhere also agrees with you. <laughs> what my point being is
0: that someone, you know, everybody, yeah. you know, that just all that was became. Became a rationalization. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to quit smoking. I just read an article the other day that uh, just like diet plans. Cigarette you know? smokers are less likely to get COVID. Why yeah. should
1: I Stop smoking. Funded yep, by Pall Mall. <laughs> yeah. <Yeah. You> know. <laughs> oh, seven drink cups of coffee keeps you skinny. Oh, okay, okay, okay. i right, will right, right. just start drinking coffee.
2: So, so one of the things I think it's worth saying is yes, scientific literacy, like basic science literacy. So, when you look at like some somebody who says, you know. um yeah, I, oh, it's just a theory, right? Well, look, gravity is just a theory. It's a damn good one. Yeah, right. It, you know, it prove but, me wrong, but right? But like, but but you know, that doesn't bother scientists to talk in that way. But the average person today, what's happening is they hear like, well, there's you know a twenty percent chance of this, or like even the evolving. I mean, and and I I I think this is a really important thing to be a little sensitive about. It's, it's true that the science has evolved in real time during COVID. In the very beginning, they were telling us not to wear masks. Right. Right. Now, yeah. it turns out that there was a mask shortage, and they were trying to make sure that, like, Doctors medical professionals had, masks. had N95 yeah. masks, and now we don't have that supply tra- uh, chain issue. So, like, that's changed. And, and they are taking into account things like scarcity. Right. And making sure that the right people can get the right things because we're trying to do the, the best we can. And it's true that COVID, we didn't understand really anything about this at the beginning. Is it transmissible in this way? How transmissible? What kind of mask is it going to be? How long is it going to live on our clothing when I you know, like all this kind of stuff? Right. And you can't blame, you know, most people who don't have any scientific training for being confused and a little angry that the game that the ball keeps moving mm-hmm. on them, um, but you know, and, and and we do have to keep an eye out for true scoundrels in all of this. <laughs> the whole mask scoundrels. thing.
0: The whole the, you know whether or not to wear a mask or to not wear a mask. I never bought into that at all. When they said start wearing masks, wore a mask, I wear mask because in once again simple logic, like all right, if I'm in surgery mm-hmm. and I'm on the table, yeah, and they're operating on me. They all be better. They should all be wearing right. masks, yeah. and, and that was the kind of logic that I used. We've they, all they, seen the yeah, ER. You know, I yeah. want them to be. Well, I don't want yeah. somebody with a cold, if I'm having surgery, or, you know, right. sneezing or coughing on me mm-hmm. when I'm having a, an intense surgery. They're wearing masks, and in the, in the, so that that was my simple step. Yeah, how bad can it be? And we saw that the the cold and flu season that we normally have dropped dramatically mm-hmm, yep. when people started just applying yep. simple hygienics that they had not maybe right. been so diligent about washing their hands on a regular basis, yep. Yep. the mask wearing. I mean, cold and flu season practically was nil. You know, in that in that first uh, first right. year of the pandemic, but
2: but we can't you know we can't downplay how shitty it is, right? Look, we're here having a conversation. We're all vaccinated. We did, like, due diligence before sure. we got had this soiree to get together, and we're sitting. That's I'm sitting little... closer to Dino, for right, the record. Right, well, keep, think, uh, you uh, my, stay there. My yeah. face is about six feet away yeah. from me. Yeah, that, yeah, that's appropriate. So, so, but, but you know, I'm I'd a, like, like it to be closer to mine. Yeah, yeah, but as I'm talking to you, like, and this is with teaching, too. I, it sounds maybe it'll come out this uh, come out the wrong way i love seeing your mouth while you talk yeah i get like, that it's helpful yeah. i get that and and i enjoy it and having a conversation is much more much more uh, enjoyable like that so this has really sucked and people are, are are expressing that the problem is is that it's been turned into this like well they're lying about this no science evolves science like changes over time as we understand something and i just want to give you know, I mean, people like Anthony Fauci or, you know, Rochelle Walensky at the CDC. These people don't have. I mean, I would love to be the head of the CDC and be would like, you, you know, <laughs> I mean, would you really I mean, right it'd be, now? It'd be a nice resume item. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, yeah. Right. To say, hey, I would love to have been that. get <laughs> so much tail. Right. So. Oh, what? <laughs> so. But, man. um these aren't easy jobs, and these people don't no. get paid a ton no. of money. I mean, they get paid well, luckily, better than I do. Well, look at uh, Amy Acton. Just, I mean, death threats, yeah. people walking around with guns. So so, so I, I think we need to back off and, and be like, if we want quality people and quality positions, we need to give them a little bit of flexibility to talk to us honestly about things without, like, gaslighting them constantly. And if, if, you know, freaking out immediately when something changes – But at the same time, uh, you know, people are genuinely trying to figure out how to live their lives. And there's this movement in public health to, quote unquote, meet people where they are. Um, I'm pretty tired of it. I want them to get to where we are a bit more. But like, you know, they're not going to come along. So so we need now to figure out, well, you know, how many days of uh, quarantine are we going to like reasonably expect of people under they're going to leave. Right. We learned, for example, I'm in Grandview. We, we learned in uh, many places learned this, that if we kept the kids home from school. Right. Well, the little kids, you can kind of like keep them home and they're going to like terrorize Hansberry or whatever. God. But like and, and me. But. You know, the high school kids, they were all partying in basements and like and there was like shame attached to it. So nobody was talking about it. But we knew that these kids were hanging out in basements and doing their things, playing like like video games and all that kind of stuff. So what's better? Well, now there's this push. And I think there's some wisdom to it that having kids in controlled environments, a.k.a. schools, is actually a place where we can like know what the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. yeah, right. So like you know, as yeah, much as you might bitch about uh, about the
1: schooling and the whatever, at least you know what the where, where they are.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the controlled environments, places where we can. This is true at Ohio University. It's the same thing. We know that if we move to hybrid or or online, they're all going to go to Athens anyway. And they're going to be in their, 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 on their computers for their classes, and then they're going to go out and do whatever. Mm-hmm. But at least when they're in the classes, we can make them wear masks and you know and do certain things. So we're learning a lot about this, and I'm I do. i I'm still hopeful that we can get something out of this. But, man, um, you know, so far I don't see a lot of learning happening. I, I just got to bring it up because I keep
1: getting reminded. Uh, have you seen uh, Don't Look Up?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I,
1: I, if, if everybody at home who's listening to this podcast, that you gotta watch this movie. I've been raving about it for a minute. It's just a, a, it's a great film, but it just has all these hilarious um, ref, reflections of what's going on. And you mm-hmm. mentioned the uh, you know scientists are, don't want to do, you know they don't want to say uh, you know everything's one hundred percent. And uh, there was a scene where uh, yeah, he goes like, uh, yeah. "Oh, the president." Yeah he, yeah. yeah, he was like, "Well, there's a like a ninety-nine point nine percent chance," and she was like, "All right, we'll call it seventy percent." Right, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't have any other point except to make that I just <laughs> the more that we talk about this, the more I keep thinking about that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the, the the fact that there's there's the there's, this, there's yeah. this, the ever-present spin factor because
1: exactly as exactly. crazy as this That's all it. is politically
0: That's speaking it. medically speaking it's it's also become part of our culture and and as a result of someone something becomes kind of our, part of our culture becomes part of our and I hate I'm not trivializing it but part of our pop culture mm-hmm. I mean look look right. at the names we got. We got the we got the combination of of, of of flu and coronavirus. We got the flurona Now we're coming up with all these all yeah, these no, cute little names. I, we got the oh, we got the Delta I mm-hmm, mean, it is, mm-hmm. it, you know, these things Deltacron. become yeah the Delta the, combina- the Deltacron, the Delta Crown mm-hmm. Delta variant and the Omicron together. Delta yeah, yeah. Everything's you know we're turning everything into fucking lame Transformers characters. <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> is what it was. What's happening? But it 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 becomes part of the the actual pop culture. Yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, the yeah. late night hosts are talking about, you know, the Omicron variant. They're making
2: jokes. I mean, it, 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 that's where that's where it starts to go. Mm-hmm. So and that and that's fine. Like, you got to laugh. I mean, and, and certainly like television was pretty weird in the early parts of COVID. Right. Right. I mean. You had these people, like, making jokes and nobody was laughing and, like, mm-hmm. people stuck in their houses and they're making millions of dollars yeah. on Netflix. With people and... doing stuff from home. Colin yeah, yeah. O'Brien just from, like, his backyard. Yeah, making, yeah.
0: Like, doing, Stephen doing Colbert was, uh, was, was you know, yeah. I, I actually loved watching Stephen Colbert.
2: He was great. During the yeah. pandemic. Some people were better than others. Yeah, some it, were better yeah. at it. And yeah. everybody, it
0: was yeah. a learning curve for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, every, I seen that everybody seemed to get... Uh, this is the way it's going to be for a while They, they we had to adjust we were doing remote podcasts we were awkward yep. at first with the remotes and then we finally got the, the hang of it a little bit you know but I still like you said I, I much prefer this face to face oh sure whenever possible Just the
2: smell of smoke in the air and, yeah you know yeah. The, see i haven't yeah,
0: yeah. see i tried it, protecting so, us from see, covid we're doing a prognosis ohio Is a podcast <laughs> about health in ohio i'm gonna try really hard i wore my not nice to smoke, sweatshirt today not the to smoke oh, well, Dina won't during smoke. this episode of the podcast i appreciate nice it you know I, I, I know uh, you smoke
2: i know i know and i know i know you, I know you haven't gotten a colonoscopy I know these things. I, I, yeah, we we, we responded.
3: You haven't gotten a colonoscopy? No, yet? I
1: have
0: had a colonoscopy. Oh, okay. uh-huh. I just haven't had one recently. Okay, nice. I was on the. I had my first colonoscopy when I was fifty, and then they said I was on the five year plan. And then they then they uh, they they told me that they tweaked it. You don't have to come at back. Come back in ten. I was supposed to get one,
1: so I am now. And then COVID hit Yeah, two years overdue for my, and he's doing his part as a Patriot. Right. To minimize. Yeah. You know, but I,
0: you know, I don't, I, but is that, a, is that an elective procedure? Because no. I know that they've been pushing off the elective procedures. Yeah, yeah you, I you choose to have a colonoscopy or choose not to have a colonoscopy. Is that an elective procedure or
2: hey, the, these things change? I mean, I just turned 45, uh, what day is it? Three days ago. Congrats. Hey, Good happy birthday! birthday. So yeah, thanks yeah, for wishing me oh, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and mm-hmm. you know, I think it's forty-five now for yeah. the first colonoscopy. It's not fifty anymore. No. Mm, um, but Lucky. you know, like these standards mm-hmm. are always changing. They're, I was forty. I went forty. Well, well you yeah, had yeah. yeah but in two your two parents that had cancer down there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You had it in your family. I didn't yeah. have any of it in my family, so no, I, I, feel, scre- I feel left out. Screening <laughs> is very political, right? And 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 there's all sorts of conversations about when X, Y, or Z should happen because when you screen an entire population, um, you know, you get false negatives, mm-hmm. right? And so there there's a cost to over screening as well. Right. Um, but you know, we're trying to get people. We're trying to find the balance here, which is people who never show up, and we're trying to get people to go and like, you know, I mean health centers in Ohio <laughs> did amazing work during the pandemic when everything else was uh, shut down. Like, man, we're just trying to do our yeah. best. And that's the thing I want for people. Is like, just shut the fuck up. People are trying. <laughs> These people are working really, really, really hard, hard right? and you don't notice it. A,
0: the reason I haven't dealt with my colonoscopy is because <laughs> I've been way too busy with my prostate. <laughs> ah, there <you laughs> go. Okay. There you go. Is that a good enough answer? <laughs> yeah. Well, so there you go. There's my answer for you. <sighs> one thing at a time i actually someone said cause my doctor said when i was dealing cause i had some prostate issues and i dealt with them and she says to me you know you I, I want you to get your colonoscopy and i said ah, can i can i just i've, I've had a lot of oscopies <laughs> in the last year can i just can i just take a break yeah and just yeah not yet and she goes okay fine but i want you to have one i mean you know she wants she my doctor's she's a really good doctor. Yeah, uh, you know, I want you to have the uh, she wants the endoscopy, the colonoscopy, which I think is the same thing, uh, lung scans, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. I get it, but in the midst of playing dodgeball mm-hmm. against a variant like. What's, we're on we're on Omicron now. Yeah, A B C D. Yeah, thank you, now, Greek no, alphabet. Man, o, whatever's next, o,
1: yeah, I don't know. I wish I was in a frat. No, <laughs> we, we, we are this. in the Omicron frat. P. What's yeah. next? P. Yeah.
2: What's P? I, I don't know. I don't follow. Yeah, it. I don't. Follow.
1: I was ever in a frat well, today. and just so, so yeah, I'm just I, saying, I need a I need, a, need a break. And and what you're talking about is reasonable, but that just affects you. If yeah, all of me, a sudden yeah, you yeah. drop dead because of X Y Z, Obviously, we'll all be bummed out, but. It's not going to be contagious. I'm no, not going to no. get colon cancer yeah, yeah, no, from I sitting next you, to you. I
0: can't give you colon cancer. I can't give you prostate cancer, but I can. But you would like to. That's <laughs> <laughs> no. true, though. But I can. I can't give you the Omicron. Yeah, 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 I can't give you yeah.
1: COVID. And that's, I think that's the big difference. <laughs> yeah, it's like is difference. you're allowed to call out your doctors or second guess or ask questions.
2: You know, but, but and, and the best doctors... Dino sounds like you have a fantastic doctor. I really do. She's right. a great doctor. And and, yeah. and the, the best doctors understand fatigue. They understand, you know, yeah. like, because oftentimes, you know, people will not go to the doctor from like, especially men. Right. Yeah. From like 30 to 50. And then they show up at 50 or 55 with a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, well, let's start here. You know, I mean, that's that's the you don't start everywhere. You don't start and say, OK, uh, clear no. your calendar for the next three weeks. We're gonna give you every every scopy, mm. right? You felt that way for a minute. <laughs> really. It really did. Yeah. It's Ooh, really dude. every scopy. <laughs> I, I came to the determination
0: that that the uh, ectomies are okay and oscopies are not. <laughs> okay. If I, yeah, if all of a sudden like, oh, your appendix is about to burst, you need an apodectomy. Okay, yeah. eh, the appendix, what am I gonna do with it? Oh, you know, you've had your tonsils for way too long, you need a tonsillectomy. Okay, yeah, you know, Ectomy oscopy,
2: is taken out, right? Ba- ba- basic language suggests that too many ectomies, not a good thing. Not too many, but, but, but <laughs> I'd rather have ectomies than oscopies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have ectomies than
0: oscopies. Right. I'd rather right. have ectomies than oscopies. Because ectomy, my, ectomy my ex- there's like there's like
1: an end to the you're, right. you're, you're, done. Yeah. you're done, you're yeah. done. ectomy tonsils out,
0: appendix yeah. done. out, yeah. done. Colonoscopy,
2: eh, you got to come back again. Yeah, but you can't get an ectomy on your heart. You no. can't get an ectomy. No. You only have one liver. All right, I get. that. Right? you got two that. kidneys, you got two which is kidneys. try telling that to my first yeah. wife. <laughs> oh.
1: uh I, well, I, I, I don't know I'm kidding about ripping my heart out. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just I just want to talk uh, real quick, Dan, uh, this is gonna be a <laughs> post podcast conversation. Yeah uh, since we talked I had a uh, vasectomy. Mm. And I just wanted to show you yeah. uh, all my, the stitches. and. Stuff. But he's, but he's not a doctor. I That's just wanted to direct like, me, though. I he's not a doctor. Sure. <laughs> not <laughs> but, I, but I just wanted to. <laughs> like, he's
0: not a doctor. Unless you just want to show him. I just just want to show. Him, which is yeah. weird. If you just want to show I him. I just want to make sure he he that everybody's looking at you. And okay I'd also there, be Dan. offended. No. <laughs> I'd also be offended. You're going to show him and you didn't show us.
1: Dan is a health expert. He's not. He's a health <laughs> policy expert.
0: It's closer he, than any of us. He uh, can't look at you. He can't look at your vasectomy and we're like, oh, I think you did a nice job. <laughs> How do you know? I think I do.
2: I know nothing about vasectomies. <laughs> But the do you man want to had see a my testicle balls. removed. Yeah, that w-
0: doesn't mean that he can sign off on your vasectomy.
2: Yeah, and so also give I me mean, this one thing. I, I, I have <laughs> to say, so so there was one time. You know,
0: I can't but, believe we spent two and a half minutes on that conversation. That's a rabbit hole, we'll never get out of.
2: <laughs> I'm a PhD, but not a, not a physician. <laughs> there you so go. there there have been times I where I've, I have say post podcast. I did. I've, <laughs> I've I've given talks where people. I remember one time I gave a talk in New York, and somebody came up to me and started unbuttoning their shirt. And they were like, "Would <laughs> you be willing to look at?" it? I was like, "No, put that shit on the no. I'm not that kind of a, a doctor." Um, signed <laughs> <but laughs> right under the mole. Just signed exactly. right under the mole. He's not that kind of a doctor. But also, but also, I will say, I and mean, I have tremendous respect. I. I teach medical students and I have no idea why they're doing it. <laughs> like, I, I, I tell them all the time, you know, um, you, I would never be a physician. I would never go through medical school. Oh, man. And and I have no tolerance. You know, when I went on my first uh, tour of the campus for the, the job interview. Oh, here's the anatomy lab with the cadaver. <laughs> shut that. Yeah. Right. Shut it. it. Shut it. Like, and, and you <laughs> know, people ask me questions like. You know, I was I was talking to to somebody recently. It was like, "Oh, did you, you know, I, I wanted to look at the scoping for my colonoscopy." Like, literally, people enjoy this. I would never, I would never look at the scoping of a colonoscopy. I didn't want to keep my testicle when it was removed. Like, did they give you that option? No, they didn't. There are people who who think this kind of stuff would be fun, <laughs> and right. I have no
0: yeah. no interest in it. Yeah, uh, I was actually.
1: I'm glad oh. I didn't have the option to, yeah, it. Well, I'm yeah. glad I don't have a missing testicle, but I yeah. would really think about it. Oh, for a just, uh, yeah. But
2: but to the joke before, I mean, so vasectomies are only 99, 90 something percent effective too. So you, you're also, you're still gambling. Yeah. You're still at risk. But you got like those odds though. right? right? And we, we said that on the air. We said, we, <laughs> yeah.
0: we, we, all, we all have a side bet that is, that it didn't take. Well, it's but to fresh. your, to
2: your don't look up joke, right? I mean, like that's, that's the joke, right? There's no, still, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Call it it's called. also interesting to me trying.
0: that you're out yeah. for the ectomies, the tonsillectomy, and the apodectomy, yeah. but you're awake
1: for the other one. For
0: the colonoscopy. Oscopies. Yeah. Well, they say they twilight you, but I was awake for my colon. Uh, I, I was I awake. I was awake. I, I was, was awake. talking baseball. Yeah, and I was watching. Hey! <laughs> <like, laughs> and I was watching. I was watching it, and then they had a. Uh, I had a cystoscopy, which I don't wish on anybody.
2: What the hell is that?
0: A cystoscopy. I'm sorry, podcast listeners, cringe a little bit, is when they take a scope and put it through the head of your penis yeah. and check out the what, everything that's going in with the urethra. This mm-hmm. is in respects to the prostate issues. Wow. And you're awake for that? You're awake for that you're awake for that you're awake for that oh they numb the area with lidocaine yeah
3: but it's all mental at that point right yeah at that point
0: yeah (laughs) and i remember when the nurse came in i remember when the nurse came in to apply the lidocaine
1: she was gorgeous she looked like jessica rabbit she was
0: amazingly gorgeous and you know and anytime somebody like that as as a a basic man you think this beautiful woman is about to rub something on my genitals that's a good day but no uh-uh. Right. My guy was well aware of what was happening. He went in like a turtle <laughs> in a shell. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just backed up inside of me completely, like, run, run, run mm. away. It was horrible. <laughs> so my point being, and I was awake for it. Yeah. I was awake for the cystoscopy. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the doctor that was doing it, he had, a, he had a, an Indian physician who was an intern, and he was uh, observing. And at one point, I'm actually chewing on the towel. Because I, cause it, like like the old west, I'm actually biting on a towel. Give me, some, give me a bullet <laughs> to yeah, bite yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. Indian physician is looking up at the screen, Mister Trupatis, you have a remarkable urethra. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> what am I supposed to say at that point? Thank it's you. Nice to know. Yeah, that's nice to know.
2: I I I want to just <laughs> say something about this conversation. All right. <laughs> Which is, you know, it, it 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 is a good thing. So last time I think you had me. On this show was from like men's health month or right. whatever. In November no, like, 2019. Do, do not let go by the fact that we are talking about this stuff. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about That's colonoscopy. Good. This is a good thing. We should be talking about testicular checks and we should yeah, be talking consider. about colonoscopies. Like this stuff was not talked about 20 years ago. You're right. Yeah. You You're wouldn't right. have. I mean, you wouldn't have had a podcast because, you know, what the fuck is that? But like definitely these kinds of subjects were not talked about and that is something that is one of the few things that i actually think is good about our world right now that's a good thing because we used that to around
0: same. kind of yeah. busting balls pun intended yeah. uh, literally uh, uh, about it all or ball. or ball or ball or in your case ball yeah because i remember if i remember correctly you that was that was kind of like uh an accident right that you found out you had a an well, issue
2: well it's always an accident i mean mean, mean, no i was on a plane and i was uncomfortable because there was something growing in my testicle you
0: you felt yeah Yeah, Yeah. i mean
2: i mean this is why it's, it's extraordinary when you read lance armstrong's book about testicular cancer i mean he was describing a grapefruit sized object growing in him that he ignored i mean is there no better illustration of how incredibly Unhealthy masculinity is it's like he's walking that, around with a fucking bocce ball in his he, fucking. Crotch. He didn't say anything for Jesus. months and months and months, and because he had was, a very large wow. object growing in his body, oh. and he's very lucky to be in
1: alive. his testicles. Yes, so he had a third testicle, basically.
2: No, he had one testicle that was growing at a an alarming rate, but and knew it and was in lots of pain, but did not say anything, and and that's and that's no. precisely why talking about this kind of thing, like a podcast like this, actually just been like. Hey, let's talk about colons. Let's talk about mm. rectal cancer. I, like that's cool. Yeah, and I have no
0: problem talking about my prostate issues, or I don't have a colon issue that I'm aware of anyway. But you know, I'm gonna get my colonoscopy. Yeah. I will get. I will get all the oscopies and all the you ectomies to, to, that I that I have to get because. So you said cool. And I will cool. get. And I will get. And I will get another <laughs> shot if they tell me to get another shot in respects to, to to the next variant. I'll do that. I get a flu shot every year. I. It's fine. Give me all you got. Right. Give me everything that's available. Right. I, you know, I'm 63 years old this uh, 2022. I would like to live a lot longer. I, I have which this brings conversation. Me with, my, which, our final. Ahead, uh, I, get, uh, I cut, just had this conversation. We're going to close like, out uh, with, uh, the, with my other question for you.
1: You know, they just celebrated David Bowie's 75th birthday. And right. And he's been dead for five or six years. Sure. And my dad's turn is 70. I was like, Jesus, dad. You know, and you think of these rock stars or these celebrities who drop off, uh, you know, but but, drop they, but off. They, well, <laughs> dude, but, but dude, then you realize, like, flies, like, well, like, fuck, like, he died at seventy. You know what I mean? Like, until you know, I'm I'm relatively young, and my parents are still young. Until you have right? people that reach that age, um, uh, it just really when puts you, things in perspective the, of how how fragile life know, is, you,
0: right? I mean, you know, you got less left. Than, than what you had, than yeah. what you had, yeah.
1: or or my parents and my friends yeah. and things, you know. And in mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, you hope you can live forever.
0: No, I'm not gonna live forever, I don't want to live forever, but I like to live longer, you know. I yeah. don't want to wrap it up at you know, God rest the soul, Bob Saget, you know. I don't want to be yeah, done no, at 65, so you know. I would like to continue. So, if there's something that I can do, mm-hmm. I do go to the doctor on a regular basis. If there's something up, let's take care of it. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, yes, I know. I drink not to excess. I smoke too much. I should quit. I know that. If they told me tomorrow, God forbid, you had lung cancer, I would say, "You know what? Okay, that's fair. I've been smoking since I was, you know, 20 years old. Yeah. Not excessively, but yeah, but still. I get it. I yeah. rolled the dice on that one. That's on me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go, "Oh my god, you know, I'd be sad, but I would say
2: I didn't do anything about that." But let me just say before your final question, yeah, do not underestimate the kind of like, I don't know if anybody's ever talked about what you do as leadership, but there is a leadership component to talking about these things. Your willingness to talk about that, your willingness to, you know, not that your 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 listeners are gonna you know, go do whatever you say. I hope no. not. Otherwise you'd be running a, off oh, a I cult. tell people all the time, don't smoke. It's horrible. Right. But but that matters, right? That really matters. I
0: don't I don't say I don't think I don't think smoking is cool. I don't think smoking I'm an addicted cigarette smoker.
2: But it's you, horrible. But you're 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 an aficionado of mm. a film and, and, and of cult of American culture. I'm surrounded here by like some of the, the seminal images right, right. Of, of, of our culture. I mean there was a glibness about these things and those people some of them lived pretty long, but mm-hmm. like some of them died way too early. Right. So like maybe we can do a little bit better. I always thought about Fidel Castro, right? The guy that we always think about as having a cigar, but he stopped smoking a cigar pretty early because he realized that he could live a longer life. Longer life. If 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 he did stop. And it was also hugely important to an entire country that said, huh. He stopped smoking. Maybe, maybe we should do that too. Yeah. So it's like I think we need to take that seriously. Oh, uh, you
0: make a valid point. You know, my father died from lung cancer. Uh, granted, he smoked. I think it was, I think four to five packs a day. I was mean, he unfiltered? He, huh? Unfiltered cigarettes. Um, I think he was smoking filters by the time. <sighs> but at one point they were unfiltered. But you know, you have to be smoking constantly yeah that's that's a, if you smoke five packs that's a hundred cigarettes a day yeah day. you have to be yeah. smoking yeah. and when he got diagnosed with with lung cancer he didn't quit he cut back to two right. or two yeah, packs two packs okay a hey, day hey, hey. he cut back not two cigarettes right two packs well he tried <laughs> yeah so, he yeah. tried and he lived to be <laughs> 80 Three, I think, eighty-three years of age.
1: Uh, you, know, I've, I've been so, watching that the but, Beatles documentary. Well, you
0: know what? My, my, what, what other, what other example do I
1: need? Right, right, right. Your right, right, dad
0: right. died of lung cancer. You know, but there's that. Yeah, he lived to be eighty-three, and eighty-three is pretty good. And he had pretty good health right up to the right up to his last year. Those the are the zone. stupid rationalizations that yeah, you which, add ten years into
3: well, these.
1: And there you, know. you go. That's the go back to the bottom line is that the, we all rationalize what you know, to fit our own uh, narrative, you know, whether we're, we support masks or not, whatever it is, you find that one thing to rationalize, rationalize, (laughs) rationalize. Real quick. I, I,
2: I, I've taken a slightly different perspective and I I don't think it's necessarily a healthy perspective, but it's very important to me to not be a cliche in my life. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, when most patients go to physicians, it's like, kind of obvious what needs to happen you gotta stop smoking you gotta you gotta lose some weight you gotta stop you know this, this right that. i get all like, that yeah no of course of course and you should but also like that's not going to be the difference maker necessarily with that mm-hmm. um so you know for, for me i i i worry a little bit about like well am i doing the obvious stuff like if i want to go out early it's got to be big you know like something totally i mean in a way it's it's really sad like we're in the middle of a pandemic but people are dying from fairly routine things mm-hmm. that could have been prevented that are not pandemic related right. and like very true and that's that's a part of the story of the pandemic when you read the history of it like you can read great histories of of, of the flu the influenza pandemic of 19 you know 1718 right um you know those you don't hear about the people who Uh, didn't go see doctors because of the other problems. And that's like, but that's the stuff that destroys families and communities. So like, that's the stuff that really matters actually. Yeah,
0: I totally agree with that. Yeah. It doesn't help when you go to the doctor too and she's, you know, got the stethoscope on you and she's checking your breathing and so forth and so on. And she's like, did you quit smoking? I'm like, no. She goes, oh, (laughs) really? She goes, your
2: lungs are like super clear
0: <laughs> and your oxygen levels are like,
2: I paid her to say that. Your oxygen levels are like, and you're like, like, I sleep in a chamber. <laughs> like, like Michael Jackson did. So, Boba, yeah. Boba
1: Fett, anybody watching the new? Yes, uh, I know. Uh, yeah, So we'll
2: my,
0: my question, I teased it right at the beginning of the podcast, I said, you know, the, we we come across a lot of stories and, and I, I'm not asking you cause you're not a physician. You're a health policy, uh, um, say it again for me. Professor? Professor. Not a (laughs) health policy professor. Uh, But you hear about people that live to be... We we always have stories on the radio about people who live to be 100. Yes. And you always hear, you know, what's it take to to live to be 100? Do I have to soak nine raisins a day in gin and have those every day? Do I have to have one of these, like the old man in Scotland who's 105, has in the morning one of these every day. Do I have to go to McDonald's and have a Big Mac every day like the 106 year old lady in Philadelphia? You hear all these stories of longevity. And when you hear about what they do or what they didn't do, it's always kind of interesting and remarkable going, huh, mm-hmm. you know, they had a drink every day of their life. They had they didn't they ate what they wanted to eat their entire life. Betty White, God rest her soul, loved hot dogs. In vodka nine for God's sake. You yeah. know. Oh, the, yeah. So I mean so what are your thoughts on yeah, how do we live
2: to be a <laughs> hundred? Let me tell you a story. I, I this might be a little longer than you wanted, but you asked done. you asked the question. I did ask the question. So it's uh, your punishment. In another part of my life, I work with somebody who is the only living nuremberg prosecutor alive oh wow uh, i met him gosh 30 years ago now um there's a fluke we'll wow. talk about that story another time <laughs> yeah but you know he is now 101 years old
0: that's amazing and
2: uh at 27 had the biggest case of his life right um prosecute in the second round of nuremberg um prosecutions uh, with these these Nazi gunmen um, called the Einsatzgruppen, and <laughs> and he's like a grandfather to me. I didn't really have grandfathers growing up, so uh, you know he, he always served that role. And um, you know I have observed him over the years, and, and he's going to be 102 in March. Maybe 103. We don't know we because don't know. of Hungarian birth records. It's like Albert Poolholes. Yeah, but, but there's two things I want to say. About I think I get that joke. He but. He's old. He's old. Okay. But not 101. No.
1: Nobody so, knows how old he is. You know,
2: but his name is Ben Ferencz, and, and uh, he's, he's a hero of mine. And um, I'm really lucky to have known him and to be working with him in my life. And I, I run his website and things like this. It's just a, a side project, a, a passion project. You know, he uh, swam pretty much every day of his life. Swimming, 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 great exercise, swimming makes you move, makes and and is great for your lungs. Yeah. Um, You know, every time I saw Ben, every time I go to visit him, we would eat Chinese food. So like that's not the problem. But like so Chinese food. okay. Uh, He calls it clean living. I mean, you know, uh, certainly uh, on whiskey business, um, a little heretical to say you've got to got to keep track of the drinking. Sure. Keep track of the smoking. Sure. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. Mm um get out of here and certainly <laughs> and certainly some of it i will just give you this get out of jail free card is genetic disposition mm-hmm. and like you're you're lucky yeah, and, yeah. and it works Man. out well.
0: i know that genetics have a lot to do but with
2: here's it. the thing i want to i want to share and this is a weird i didn't expect to talk about this but i will just say you know uh, I, I run his twitter feed and i deal with all the nonsense and he's 101 and people think he's on twitter but it's me um and uh, i say that but you know all these people writing in from all over the world because he's famous. He's going to get a Congressional medal of, medal of Freedom in a few weeks. Oh, that's awesome. no! Cool, that's awesome. You know, people writing in saying, "Will you take my case?" I, they're they're making us get vaccinations in uh, Switzerland. Will you totally. take my case? Will they're take, asking. It's 101. No, first 101. of all, it's like, like, a, no, I'm not yeah. taking your fucking case. But like, <laughs> but <laughs> but writing in from all over places, you know, who think and and will say things to a famous very distinguished Nuremberg prosecutor who's 101 years old. Um, this is the same thing as what the Nazis did. Oh, I've heard this. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's all over the place. Yeah. And I get these emails all the time. And first of all, it's not, it's not the same thing, mm-hmm. not even close, but what I do, and this is my final point on this. I send them a photo of him getting vaccinated, which we had taken intentionally for yeah. this purpose. Yeah, yeah. Right. To let people know that, no, this is not the same thing. And you got to read some goddamn history books and understand what happened in the Holocaust, because this ain't it. No. And and, and get vaccinated. That's that's what Mm. he wants you to do. So when I think about that kind of stuff, I mean, the the lack of historical memory, when you think about, you you know, Jonas Salk. And the invention of the polio vaccination mm-hmm. and how important that was to people's lives. We are just throwing away a century of aggressive scientific inquiry and exploration. And we should be celebrating it and thanking them instead of just like like throwing it back in their face. Yeah, you
0: talk about sock in the and in the, in the polio vaccine. Does anybody in this room know who stumbled across the the vaccine that For we're what? taking right now? Oh. Or any of them that we've taken since when they first, a... when they all hustled and went as fast as they could to fight this, to try to come up with something? Does anybody in this room mm.
1: know Anthony Fauci.
0: who the person is? No. Trump. I
1: don't. Yeah, no. Shut up. <laughs> Shut No, up. no, no. And, and, and that's the thing, too, is
2: like... There's, Does anybody know? No, anybody no, know? no, no. But they should be given no bells. Right. Instead right. of right. being raked over the coal. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. And that's what people who care about humanity do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and I think that's that's why I raise this story, because, I mean, he's, he's a hero of mine. I'm sure you would have no problem with me sharing the story. No, not at all. Because it's these are story. These are people who have been through hell and back, who understand what it means To do something positive for humanity as opposed to doing something that's selfish and something that is, uh, frankly, harmful to our society. And the same people who are complaining that they can't do X, Y or Z are implicated in the in in dragging it out and making it way worse with way more more deaths. And that's unforgivable.
0: Hmm. It's going to be. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting, like you said. To to look back, unforgivable. I like that too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Again, I go back to my kids. You know, uh, I I I, I remember talking to my mom. Lived in Florida during the Cuba uh, missile crisis. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they would do these like uh, drills I think where Dino they were was alive and, during the Cuban yeah, Missile Yeah, place. yeah, yeah, alive, but, yeah. But, yeah. But, but specifically, I was, I was, but they alive, were specifically was a kid, in but, Florida at these military bases. My my grandfather lived, was was in the Air Force, uh, and they would like hide under desks, which you know was not going to survive. <laughs> anyway, Duck anyway. and cover. Yeah, long story short. Long story short is like, Duck I remember and cover was real. Come on, I remember my mom Duck talking and cover about that. Was and, real. And, and, and then I guess my, you know, and then I guess my. Generation, our generation to some degree, I guess maybe not all of us, but mine be nine eleven. Where were you when nine eleven happened? But yeah, I think of these kids, my kids, and saying, okay, well, uh, this is it, COVID, and I, I hope that it wraps up so that they can. Uh, where they can go to their senior prom without having to fucking wear hazmat suits Do you remember when nine, after
0: 9-11, shit? do you remember all the restrictions that we had to right, do when we came to the right, airport, yeah, yeah. Had to take off our shoes? Do you remember everybody just raising raising right. cane and bitching like nobody's business about how they had to do this, this, and that in order just to fly to Florida? What?
2: We still and, do those things. Yeah. Mean, yeah, it's we now still second do. nature,
1: it's been though. It's 20 years. Yeah,
0: but now you don't think twice. Right now so, you don't right. think twice so, about having to take your shoes, take your off. shoes off or I do whatever. I guess my point is do. is my that point.
1: I hope uh, it settles down enough so that we can look back I'm when, when that my we kids don't think twice. when my kids are this yeah. age they can look back and be like oh yeah that was fucking crazy but this came out of it and we and what did we learn and who did we see that were giant fucking assholes along the way. Oh nobody will know that. Um I hope that's the case. I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing I can hope for as a young dad. I think.
2: I mean, you.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan's got kids.
2: You know, when 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 COVID started, I I called a meeting of a kind of group of students that had been leaning on me. You know, as a faculty member, of like you find your people, and you know, you become a mentor to not everybody, but maybe a, a select group of students. And I and I said to them, and I. Do not miss this moment like we are heading into something real here and you are in medical school, you know, make sure like this is going to be super annoying. You're going to you're going to complain about a lot of things that are going to happen. Um, How we're going to deliver classes is is, is in question. Um, But in 30 years or 20 years, you're going to look back and you're going to be somebody who went to medical school during one of the. Most world historic right pandemics we have ever experienced. Right, do not miss this. Take notes. Learn something. And come out of this better. Good. And I'm worried about this. Well, yeah, I'm worried that they have. That they have? I I, I want. I don't know that they have. Oh, I don't know that we oh, have. Oh, 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 right. they you're haven't yours, come out they, of it. That they that they've learned something. Oh, that that, that, that we we we're we've, hoping that, that they have. I want to make sure we've harnessed this moment. But the, you know how it is when you're in the moment. Right, right. When you're but, in the moment, you are literally
0: in the moment, and you're not thinking about okay, I need to remember this because ten years from now, yeah, you know. But, but dude, that's my, why you have my prof- great great
1: grandkids are going to be that's asking. Why me about like this that's for, why, and that's and why and there's podcasts. people like you. That's why you have professors. That's why there's people like you. That's why. Really, that's why I was.
2: That's why I was saying, you, you know, that that's what that's what parents should be doing. Right. That's yeah. what that people right, yeah, in, yeah. in positions of maturity and authority. That's why our legislatures are such embarrassments because. They're missing the moment. They're missing the moment to make this better for us. They're
0: missing the moment to make it better for us and focusing on things that are making it worse for
2: us. Yeah, we're not going to. And and and, and 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 maybe because of Omicron. And this is maybe the only sil- mm-hmm. silver lining of Omicron. You know, it gave us just a little bit longer. To figure out how to come out of this. A little smarter uh-huh. and a little better than we were. Maybe because we didn't do it with Delta. Yeah. So maybe there's somebody who's going to stand up and say, you know what, this has been long enough. We we, we, need, we need to make sure that this moment doesn't get lost.
0: Right. I hope that's the case. Um, that's a good place to wrap things up tonight. That We hope that this podcast doesn't get lost on you this evening. I want to thank Dan Skinner from Prognosis
2: Ohio. Woo-hoo. Info on Prognosis Ohio. People want to check out your podcast. How do they do that? Yeah, so prognosisohio.com. dot We got our hundredth episode coming up. Right. Uh, I interviewed Sherrod Brown, our our U S. state Senate, that U uh, yeah. S. senator, which oh, yeah. is very cool. A good get. And um, you know, uh, yeah, we've we've got a great bunch of episodes coming up. So prognosisohio.com dot com and um, with. Always love to, you know, do the kind of work that connects us with people like whiskey business. Right. I mean, like it's all about just having conversations and we will have you
0: back. I promise we will have you back to talk about the actual book about the opioid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that other things in life have (laughs) have supplanted that particular spot on the podcast.
2: I'm but. sorry to tell you, do you know that there's gonna be another book by then. Okay, great. <laughs> then we'll then we'll have
1: that book and we'll talk about the other book. Can, can people find it? Where can they can we're they buy get, it? We're, find gonna it? The no. we're gonna get the book. We're gonna get the book. Seriously. No.
2: Yeah. I mean <laughs> it's uh, about the opioid <laughs> crisis Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Story. Which is
0: ongoing and, and still exists as we speak. It just it's you know, it's just not the st- are probably right kind of not, not
2: far from me stories of opioids in Ohio, yeah. which is available uh, wherever fine books are available. Wherever fine, wherever fine, fine books, Amazon, basically, Amazon, which is wrote, different yeah. than yeah. shitty podcasts, yeah, is. yeah, exactly. <laughs> You don't have a shitty podcast. You have a great podcast. <laughs> you do. That's Sherrod Brown. Podcast. We can't get Sherrod Brown yeah, no on the shit, podcast. I mean, you might. Does he like whiskey? I don't know. <laughs> no? Ask him for it. I mean, this is like- this is all about the whiskey business uh, marketing research team. <laughs> we don't have. one. And you've got to figure out who likes we whiskey. That's hey, all you. Uh, no. guys
1: over no, there. No, uh, no, let me, I'm going to ask him the questions. I mean, we got.
0: We got. We have Dan a, Skinner this E3, week. You three
1: go check. Four of you go over there. Five of you uh, get a hold of. Okay. Yeah,
0: we don't have anybody like that. Yeah. We don't know who we're getting. From. No, we, the, the we sheer interns.
2: amount of, po- of of interns running around this house <laughs> yeah, right. is actually right. quite astounding.
0: Dan Skinner, <laughs> Prognosis, Ohio. The guest bottle is now empty, and I know because Hansberry is trying to write a musical while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> yes, the wild turkey, very rare good, breed, barrel very proof good. fry. Thank you. No, thank you for bringing you. that. I'm sorry we killed it.
1: I'm glad that uh, I was able to bring this. Shout out to Cousin Ben Rupert, who uh, made sure that I bought this, because he, he, he says this is his favorite whiskey.
3: You know, we're on the Evergreen Podcast Network.
0: We are on the Evergreen Podcast
1: Network <laughs> tonight,
0: and tomorrow we're on Sunday 95. So
1: Subscribe on your favorite podcast. There to, you go. see how I did that? That's very cool. nice. Very <laughs> subtle, Johnny. Very nice. Okay, we kid. Uh, no, yeah. Thank you for subscribing. And uh, if you you subscribe on a podcasting app that you can rate and review us, please do that. Please thank do that. You much. Very nice. uh, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Whiskey Business with Dina Tripodis. Be By concrete. the way, uh,
0: yeah, you're not, you're not throwing in a fictitious one this time. <laughs> well, hold on. I'm not done quite yet. <laughs> fictitious <laughs> social media. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Not, fictitious part. Fictitious site where the podcast. is Well, I just exist. wanted to
1: say that. Uh, we were actually on Paramount. Um, I was going to say Paramount. Well, only because uh, Kevin Costner, he reached out to us today and asked us to be a part of uh, Yellowstone. <laughs> he did not. Oh, did he really? Yeah. I can ride a horse. <laughs> what
4: are you talking about?
1: <laughs> you didn't get that memo? What memo? He needs more support on the Paramount Network. <laughs> he says, I know. I know some guys. And they like whiskey. I like whiskey. Yeah. Well, all you think about well, you think about you know Yellowstone. You think about saddling up and drinking some whiskey in a There's salon. There's a whiskey called Yellowstone. Exactly. I he says, some, got, "I know."
0: It got some SAG nominations
2: today. I'm lost. <laughs> <It> does, you <laughs> see, that, that's a no. rabbit hole. He's yeah. totally They're lost. <laughs> you know what? And here's the key, the, the kicker. I don't want to be found. Yeah. I don't want to be found. <laughs> don't find me. Anyway. Thank I go for, down for these for rabbit listening. holes with the boys. Thank
1: you for listening to all of our nonsense. And thank you, Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> just
3: won
0: us another award. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you're at, people, my name is Dino Tripotas. I am the host of Whiskey Business. That's our audio producer, Greg Hansberry. That's our video producer, John Whitney. Our guest has been Dan Skinner from Prognosis, Ohio. Happy New Year. I don't know what the under is. I'm wishing people a Happy New Year, but I think we can still get away with it. Until the next bottle. See ya.